B&H Gold. Here we are again then. It is B&H Gold. I get it right this time. You're B. I am. Yeah, I'm H. So it's Beth and Howard. And what is it? Well, it is a little podcast. It's the Pick Me Up podcast is what we call it. So you won't find any politics here. Nothing serious. Nothing that's going to get you down. Nothing to make you worry about the world. There's plenty of that elsewhere, folks, if you want it. Here, all you'll find is vague silliness. Something bright and something hopefully will make you smile and feel better about the week. In other words, the golden side of life. And Lord knows we all need plenty of that at the moment. What's made you smile in the last week or so? Bloopers. I love a blooper. Did you hear Mark Tiley's one the other day? I did. It will be featured, of course, on this year's bloopers list, but it was a beauty. I was thinking, actually, we should possibly think about including a blooper because we've got some cracking ones from yesteryear. There have been the occasional thing that have gone wrong here at Manx Radio Towers. But I don't know about you, but my favourite TV programme always used to be It'll Be All Right in the Night. I loved the old version with Dennis Norton. Was it Dennis Norton? It was. Dennis Norton. Um, But now, I saw it actually at the end of last week on, and it was narrated by David Walliams. I'm going to be honest, I wasn't so keen. It felt more about him and his funny quips than it did the, the clips, to be honest. But I think we should include a blooper. Actually, should we put Mark's one in? I will dig it out. You won't mind, will you? No, it'll be fine. Here he is. I was doing something with a barometer. Tapping away on a barometer. Well, I can tell you, I wasn't doing that. But let's go to the lines and let's take one more. Good morning, who's that? It's it's Lenny, Mark. Lenny! Oh, welcome, Lenny. How are you? Good, thank you. Yourself? Lenny, our good friend from a well-known supermarket here in the lovely Doolish town. Lenny? It's good to have you on board. What am I? What's going on here? Sorry, say it again. What do you reckon this sound is then? <laughs> what is the mystery sound, Lenny? It's your time for stardom. What is going on? Um, I thought it was the the, the group backdoor slam. Is that it? No. Oh, oh! Don't, don't, no, no! Stop! Oh, no, no! Oh, that's another competition. Oh, my goodness. Oh. oh, I love it when things go wrong. They haven't gone much worse than that. Listen, you keep that under your hat, and I'll put you in the drawer. Pretend no, pretend nobody heard that. All right. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Honestly, I tell you. Um, thank you. That, that's my fault. Uh, Lenny, uh, right, you're in the drawer for something else. Let's have another listen to this. Ah, there you go. Now then, this is what we're trying to track down at the moment. This is the mystery sounder man, you see. That, that, that other competition wasn't a phone-in. This one is. My fault. Should have explained better. Just the way it works. Have another listen. We've got two people earlier who thought it was me tapping the barometer. It's not that. If you think you know what it is... We can take one more call. Double six thirteen sixty eight. Now listen, I'm going to go live. Hello, good morning. Can I can I confirm one thing? Are you calling about the Davy Knowles tickets or the Mystery Sounder Man? No. What do you mean no? That's not. I gave you a choice. Okay. Oh, it's a it's a line that's getting us. It's a line that's getting us. Try one more. Honestly, you have days like this. Good morning. Uh, the ever-effervescent Mark Tiley taking it on the chin. Yeah, it's my fault. It's my fault, folks. <laughs> it's 
what you can do, have to do in radio. You know, it's uh, 99 times out of 100 it works, and then every so often that happens. It's happened to everyone, and it happens to the best of us, and you just got to keep smiling, as Mark does, and carry on. Here's one I spotted, uh, not on Manx Radio, but there's always quirky stories with the wonders of the web these days. If you don't spot them in the paper, you'll find them somewhere else. Uh, a chap um, called Damien Webster, not on the Isle of Man, this. He was down in Sunderland, and uh, Sunderland? Sunderland. 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 Sounds like it's in the Antarctic. And uh, he popped out of his house one morning uh, and uh, saw an old chap leaning against the wall and thought, oh, and thought no more about it. And then he popped out a bit later on and this old chap was still leaning against the wall, so he was a little bit worried. So he said he went down and shouted, you all right, mate? And he said, got no reply, so he was a bit worried. So he went down to see what, he, uh, what the problem was because he thought it was an old gentleman leaning and perhaps had had a heart attack or something. It turned out to be an old trampoline. <laughs> um, which had been binned by a neighbour down the road and just the way, you need to see the picture doesn't work on radio that well I grant you but if you do see the picture which was attached to the article it does from a distance it just looked like an old chap leaning against the wall as if he'd run out of breath well, marvellous that brings me neatly on to my most heartwarming moment of the past week so my dad has just started going to this new group uh, on an evening in Douglas and he's not Terribly mobile, it's fair to say. He really struggles with his walking now. Got a taxi down there, went in, all absolutely fine. Came to leave um, and order a taxi, but his phone didn't work and he didn't have time to tell everybody else before they'd left. So he started walking home, which for anybody actually would be a bit of a feat at the best of times, but for him was just nigh on impossible because it's up quite a steep hill up past the Victoria road um, traffic lights there and all, and all the way along there um, so he must have just walked for a few minutes and a lovely lady stopped and asked if he wanted to lift which was just absolutely well it's just one of those kind gestures isn't it so I just wanted to say thank you to her unfortunately he didn't get her name um, I think he was just completely out of breath and exhausted but I just really appreciated the fact that somebody was kind enough to stop and take him home that was really lovely so if you do happen to be listening or if somebody's told you about this then I would really like to pass on my thanks for that top work and uh, you know what I'm despite all the things that go on and despite if you look at any of the news media, whether it's Manx Radio or the papers or anywhere, it, it always tends to concentrate on the bad side of life and the bad side of humanity. And yet, and yet, I'm still convinced the vast majority of people are actually really good. I think so. And there are lots of social media groups, particularly on Facebook, and there's one uh, for the Isle of Man, about acts of random kindness. And you hear, I tell you what you hear quite a lot over here, a certain fast food chain where people in front of you... Sorry, that's my Alexa going off oh. one second. Hello? Alexa, stop! Alexa, stop it! Just wants to join in. Um, at this particular fast food chain, there seems to be a trend for the person in front of you paying for your meal. How lovely is that? So you get to the counter and say, oh, the person in front's already paid. Do you have to sort of go, oh, oh, I forgot my wallet? <laughs> no, you don't. But that, that happens quite a lot. And people do these lovely things, not to get recognition, but just because it gives them a sense of well-being. And I think there's something in that, that if it makes you feel good, you get that warm, fuzzy feeling. It's true. Not that one. And it's just nice to, to pass it on, isn't it? Yeah. I had that once in a chippy. I got fish what? and chips and... Oh, right, I Fish see. and chips oh, and peas. On, it, was a, it was a kindness and moment, not a fuzzy it was. feeling. And she said, I've given you some free scraps. How about that? That's lovely. I like this. I just spotted this one very briefly as well. A government minister who visited the Queen uh, fairly recently accidentally ate the dog biscuits meant for her corgis. <laughs> <laughs> 
he did own up to Alan Johnson, his former Labour Health Secretary. He admitted mistakenly munching on some dog food, thinking there were biscuits out for visitors. Oh, no. <laughs> that is awful, oh, though. Dear. Food etiquette, I think, is a tricky one. Dan and I were in a restaurant once. It's one of those ones that has a little conveyor belt um, and everything goes past you and you pick off what you want to eat. Mm. And we took off these beans... Assuming that you just ate the whole thing, they were really tough, really, really hard to chew. And as any afterwards, they said, yeah, we were watching you, we were supposed to pop them out. <laughs> the beans? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that sort of restaurant. Well, I, uh, I, I can't laugh that much because I went to a very nice restaurant with some friends in Scotland last year and they said, oh, our daughter's chosen it. And it was a bit, again, off the wall, quite quirky, not super upmarket, just quirky, very different food, very well done. Quite low lighting in the place as well. I must have kept getting my iPhone out to see what the food was. <laughs> and I thought, oh, and there was something which was served on a bed of rice, as I thought. So I took tea and I thought, oh, I'll get a spoonful of rice with this. I got a spoonful of rice, shoveled it into my mouth. It was actually being served on a bed of salt. <laughs> it was like sea salt. I had an entire heaped oh, teaspoon of no. sea salt. What did you do then? Did you spit it out? It was tricky because I was with a couple of friends, so you want to sort of go... <laughs> but I had to sort of go... <laughs> <laughs> tried to drown it with a big glug of beer or water, which oh, made it sort of worse. worse. It was dreadful. It, I struggled for the next 15 minutes. To sort of, they were trying to talk, and I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, quite, um, yeah, lovely. These things happen. These things oh, happen. embarrassing food moments. I was in a restaurant in France once, and I, we, it was a lovely restaurant, and I got spaghetti carbonara, but it was one of those never-ending plates, and it didn't matter how much I ate, it was always still completely full. So at an appropriate moment... Or so I thought. I got my napkin, grabbed a load of it and put it in my bag. There was still loads left in the plate. So when the waiter came over, he said, you didn't like it? <laughs> I'll bring you some more. <laughs> I've got half of it in my bag, mate. Yes, yeah. And I'll just finish off on that moment. I remember years ago having a, going to a pub with a couple of friends after uh, Nikki had cooked, who was a wonderful cook, and her, one of her regulars was something like a pasta carbonara but she cooked in industrial quantities. So there were three or four of us. She'd cooked for 15 or so. So same sort of thing. You get this huge pile with this lovely pasta carbonara, and she said, have some more. And I was a student at the time. Have some more, age. Pile my plate up again. And then, right, we're off to the pub. And we went straight to the pub, which was their local. And, yeah, and, all right, onto a pint of uh, draft bass. Very nice. And they were all a bit bigger than me, so then they had another pint of draft bass. By the third pint of draft bass, I sort of, I just remember sitting, pouring it into my mouth. I thought, oh, if I open my mouth now, it's just going to dribble out down my front. So I just had to sort of nod at them and go to the loo and just sort of sit in the gents for about 15 minutes, desperately hoping everything would settle down a bit. <laughs> Which it didn't yet. That's a lovely picture I painted, oh, isn't yeah. it? Oh, gold, that B&H one. B&H gold. Sunny Smile. Who's your Sunny Smile this week? Who have you seen out and about who's given you that smile that's just made you feel good? I am going to pick... Vori Heaton, known to people of Peel as the lollipop lady who does the junction just by Peel Cloth Workers and also known to regular Manx Radio listeners as a recent hidden hero as well. She is just one of those people. She knows all the children's names. She has got a smile that just lights up the road at that time of the morning, no matter what the weather. And she is my nomination for Sunny Smile of the Week. And I will actually, I've got another one, which you just jogged my memory, not that far away from Vori Station in ShopRite, in Peel, in Peel, in ShopRite. And there's a lovely lady there, or a young lady, I never do, what's the PC term these days? Girl, young woman, young lady, I don't know. I don't know, should we go young person? Young person, yeah, yeah, that'll do. Anyway, 
on the uh, checkout there always has a smile, always says, oh, how's it going? Can I help you? Whatever. And just makes it all that worthwhile. And uh, yes, I always think she's going the extra mile and to top work. You were telling me about her and I reckon her name might be Natasha. Well, if it is Natasha, well done. You're a credit to the company and always make me smile and feel better about shopping there. Uh, right, quickly, um, your food this week, I think last week you had beans on toast or something. Your, your Cheese, on toast, Cheese on toast with a bowl of chips. Okay. Um, yeah. OK, so this week, actually, do you know what I'm going to pick? I am going to pick a drink this week and it is tea. Any tea? Any sort of tea. I'm a big fan of green tea and I've got lots of different infusers and lots of different kinds of green tea. But I just love tea and I think it's not just a, for me about drinking it. It's the whole ceremonial Going thing. Going for a wee almost. afterwards? Yes. Stop <laughs> it. Um, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, but it is, it's just an occasion, isn't it, having a cup of tea? It does, not quite the same when you just whack a tea bag in, the, in a cup Doesn't and pour it. the water in. But if you get your pot out, have I shown you my big one? No, I'm, I'm all eyes, though. Shall I go and get it out? Yeah, please do. The excitement on B&H Gold is unbelievable. All right, Beth's gone to get a big one. Oh, she's lost it. Just talk amongst yourselves. It'll come back. Let's take a look. Oh, actually, this is seriously. This is a seriously big teapot. Listen, How? listen. Ooh. I think we featured that one time and time again. This, that we is a did, big pot. We did. This that is was, like six mugs. This was brought to us by, um, from a friend who found it in a charity shop over here, and it's got the Carisbrook name uh, just embossed on the front. It is a three-pinter. Three pints. You can't drink three pints of tea, can you? I could drink three pints of it, yeah. Gee. Uh, not all at once. Not, oh, good. More of a man than I, I tell you. Right, I'll go for it. We're into barbecue season. I've had a few little barbecues already. I just think, get sunny evening. Don't mess around with having to do really fancy things. You get sunny evening, make the most of it. You just go out by your back door. I've got a little instant, well, it's not an instant one, but a little barbecue I can light very quickly. Uh, a glass of rosé, assuming they're not driving, and just do something. Get a bread, a little bit of salad, a bit of meat, sausage, chicken breast, whatever, and just sit out there and enjoy the fun of cooking outside and eating outside and watching the sun go down. Oh, that is good, isn't it? I do like that. And we have got a little pizza oven, actually. So Get out um, there. that sort of outside dining, it's always a lovely time of the year when you can do that. Marvellous. We'll leave you with a feel-good track. We'll have one every week. Who did you have last week? Florence and the Machine or something? No, Fleur East. You were oh, close. That's right. that's yeah, close. began with an F. Oh, yeah, that's close enough. Uh, I'm going to begin with an F. Uh, this one as well, more or less. The wonderful Wynton Marsalis, the jazz trumpet. Of course it's going to be jazz, it's me. And a track he calls Big Fat Hen. Not thinking of you, honestly. Thanks. Thanks. 